Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you at our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan. We love for you to learn and discover the courageous leader in you. But as you know, and as Christ gave us the example, in order to be a leader, you first need to be led. He was led by, by God, and he became a, a leader for us and a leader for everyone who wants to follow him. And we love, we love to train you because each one of us, we have skills and talents that God gave us in order to use them to become the leaders that he wants to be in this, this world and share his light and his truth. But we also love to bring courageous leaders at our podcast, like our guest today, who will teach us even more about their leadership, what they are doing, and how that will impact our lives and will make us even better leaders. And one of uh, our podcasts today is um, Jerry Newcomb. You have uh, heard from him several times, but today it's a very special um, event. He wants to talk about something that we have in this month, Thanksgiving. So, uh, Jay, thank you so very much for coming to our podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself first to, to our audience and then talk about your project? Sure. Well, thank you so much, Virginia. It's a pleasure to be on your program. Yeah, this, this actual Thanksgiving of 2021 is the 400th anniversary of the first Thanksgiving in Plymouth, Massachusetts that the pilgrims held. And so at providenceforum.org, we have made a film that honors the and tells the story of the pilgrims. It's an hour long, it's called The Pilgrims. And uh, I had the privilege to put it all together. And, and by God's grace, we were able to interview Dennis Prager and Alveda King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. We were able to interview a direct descendant of the pastor of the pilgrims at the time. He is uh, the great-great-grandson by nine generations of Elder William Brewster. Also, Paul Jaley, great pilgrim scholar, and uh, Leo Martin, he is also a great scholar. And then there's John Eidsmo as well, law professor and so forth. So I'm very excited about this whole project, uh, telling the story about the pilgrims. Uh, talk about courageous leaders. All they wanted, Virginia, was to worship Jesus Christ in the purity of the gospel as they understood it in reading the Bible. They were separatists. They were not part of the Church of England. They, they felt that the Church of England was so far gone. Their spiritual cousins, the Puritans, felt that, well, there's still, you know, the opportunity to try and stay within the church and work for its purity. That's why they were called the Puritans. After a while, by the way, the Pur Puritans were so persecuted by the Church of England that many of them finally came to America, but it was after the pilgrims, the separatists, got a toehold here first in 1620. The pilgrims cast a very long and positive shadow in America. They wrote the first document 
that was an agreement for self-government under God. It's called the Mayflower Compact. And historians say that was the first step in the process of creating our two key founding documents in America, the Declaration of Independence and the uh, Constitution, which came about 150 years later. The Pilgrims uh, dallied with a form of socialism because it was Im imposed on them by the people who lent them the money. It didn't work. And after about two or three years, they said, forget it. And <laughs> they went to free enterprise and land ownership and then productivity skyrocketed. As you know, Virginia, socialism never works. But the whole point of the whole pilgrims, they said it in the Mayflower Compact, their goal was the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. And they faced one obstacle after another, but by God's grace, they were able to achieve their goal despite one setback after another. That is so true in what you said, because they experienced persecution and they knew that they wanted freedom and they knew how to protect that freedom, to build the freedom in a new land and also how to protect that freedom for generations to come. And they are such an example of uh, no matter where you are in life, you receive and you live in America, you receive uh, an inheritance of freedom and prosperity that free enterprise provides. And it's your responsibility uh, to provide for the next generation that uh, freedom right. and uh, prosperity that free enterprise offers. And um, Tell us why why you made this this uh, this movie. What was on your heart? Well, when I first began it, I began it really as a labor of love to honor the 400th anniversary of the voyage of the Mayflower, and then also you know the 400th anniversary of Thanksgiving, and uh, two of the key guests that are in it that I didn't mention earlier, but Rod Gregg, the author of the book the Pilgrim Chronicles, and then Bill Federer, who's a walking encyclopedia on America's Christian roots. But these pilgrims were so dedicated, and I thought their story needs to be told. And uh, so that was my goal, to tell it kind of in a, my goal was to emulate a man, a, a documentary maker named Ken Burns. He made a series on the Civil War where he lets you hear from a lot of the key people, the historians in their own words, not the historians, but the contemporary sources. So we hired actors uh, from Britain and so forth to, to voice, for example, William Bradford. William Bradford was the longtime governor of the Pilgrim, uh, the, the Plymouth colony. And he wrote a book called A Plymouth Plantation. And he just tells their story. And so there's many different quotes we have uh, from him uh, in, an, in an actor's, you know, reenactment of those, uh, of that voice and so forth. And, and so we quote from other scholars like George Bancroft. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the whole film brings out the point that Winston Churchill, in his book, uh, A History of the English-Speaking Peoples, he said that, that the, the whole pilgrim adventure, the money lent, the Mayflower, the, the colony they created, it was never any kind of resounding commercial success, okay? It, it didn't make a lot of money for the people who lent their money. Now, they worked hard to pay all that money back, 
And in a day of insurance, of without insurance, they lost one of their ships and, and still they had to make good on that, the pilgrims did, but they were people of their word. And so even though it was not a resounding success financially, it was a huge success in the big picture of things because they really cast a shadow of what America uh, could become. And they made a treaty of peace with the Indians, which lasted really a long, long time, lasted more than 50 years. It was wonderful. And the, the Native Americans showed them how to live. And even when they had the first Thanksgiving there, they celebrated for three days, giving thanks to God. And they uh, fellowship with their new friends, the Indians. And there were more Indians there, actually, than there were pilgrims. You know, I don't know if you know this, Virginia, but during the first brutal winter, the Thanksgiving was in the fall of 1621. But during the brutal winter of 1620, 1621, about half of their number died. And so that was an amazing thing. In fact, there was a situation where there were 18 women aboard the Mayflower, 18 married women. And of those 18, only four survived. And many of those 14 that died, they literally spared, they gave their food when food was limited to their children so their children could survive while they themselves died. I mean, that's. That's amazing. Just Christ-like love. Jesus said, greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friends. And so that was a really a, a beautiful sacrifice on their parts. But there was so much sacrifice in the lives of the pilgrims. And honestly, in modern America today, there's so many people who are woke and they think that America was all bad from the very beginning. And they'll, they'll tell lies about the pilgrims or people like them and say, oh, they just stole land from the Indians and so forth. No, the pilgrims made a treaty of peace with the Indians. In fact, the pilgrims had a situation where, unfortunately, one of their own actually committed murder of, a, of an Indian about 20 years after they first landed. He was put on trial. The Indians expected, oh, this will be a, just a mock trial. It'll be a show trial. No, 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 no. He was found guilty and he was hanged. And the Indians could realize they realized after that, you know, they could trust the pilgrims. These were people of their word. The rule of law under God's law was what, uh, you know, they they led their lives by in general. And so they're a great model. Talk about courageous leaders. They're a great model for all of us, even to this very day. That is, uh, that is correct what you said. And I just want to uh, uh, outline a few things. They sacrifice. That's what a leader does. Things beyond today to the generations to come for, for them and uh, will see the success, not necessarily in financial, but in the legacy that a leader leaves. You know, many times we think about success, a number of followers that we have on Facebook or people that respond to our podcast and so forth. But yeah. when lives are changed, when people start to stand up and say, wow, this is indeed something that I can do. They search inside themselves. They see the skills that they have and they start whatever God 
position them at, you know, school board or, you know, run for an office or something like this and start to do those things, then uh, the success and the legacy that you leave, it's important, you know. I just want to emphasize that it's wrong to look only to the financial. We all want to pay back, you know, the, the money that we uh, uh, we um, we put for uh, a movie or for a book or whatever the situation or for our own business, but the legacy is more important than anything. That Based is so true. Sh- and I and I think one of the legacies that they, they uh, left with us is the overall the idea of self-rule under God. When the pilgrims were blown off course, providentially, they were hindered from coming further, sailing further south. And so they made an agreement for self-government in the cabin of the Mayflower before they set one foot on American soil. And this Mayflower Compact, as I said earlier, was the first of these kind of compacts and uh, constitution type documents, uh, written agreements under God for self-government and leading directly to our two key American national foundational documents. But let me just say a few things about the Mayflower Compact. Some of the words include this, in the name of God, amen, we whose names are underwritten, having undertaken a voyage for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith, do covenant and combine ourselves into a civil body politic. Virginia, to this day in America, people talk about the civil body politic and so forth. This idea gets back to the pilgrims. And by the way, the pilgrims, when they first became a congregation in in England, when it was illegal to do so, around 1606, they became this congregation. They made a spiritual covenant together using the biblical concept of covenants. And then later on, when they were so persecuted, they realized, okay, we... They, they chose not to stay in England. They relocated to Holland. In Holland, they had at least toleration. They lasted there more than 10 years. But after a while, their children were starting to become influenced by the worldly Dutch youth. And so they were afraid that they might lose, you know, the, the Christian character of their congregation as a unit. So they decided, let's go to America And we'll do this piecemeal. In other words, send out first a group of about 50 to 100 and then then just keep, you know, more and more were being sent until uh, the rest of them could come. And many did follow in their in their footsteps. But uh, bottom line is one setback after another is almost as if God tested them, but they passed the test. And uh, I know in my life, a lot of times when God tests me, um, only by his grace do I pass that test. Sometimes I, I fail, but I, I look at them as model Christians. And, you know, looking at, a, at that example of one congregation moving from England to Holland and then to uh, America, and that congregation casting a long and positive shadow on America, because of that, Dr. D. James Kennedy once said that you could say that America began as a church relocation project in as much as the pilgrims helped found america i think that's a true statement in fact dennis prager in our video he says the pilgrims founded america for all intents and purposes well they certainly cast a long and positive shadow so it was our goal to show that 
that show the good, the bad, and the ugly. But quite frankly, there's a lot of good there. And I think it's it's important for Americans to know that and, and understand why were they so grateful. And then understand also the the difficulties of the persecution under which they were living. For example, yeah. there was there was a plot by a small group that wanted to kill King James in 1603 and blow up the House of Lords in the Parliament all on the same day in order to revert uh, England, you know, away from the Church of England, but towards another church. And this caused King James, this was in 1605, and this caused King James to become so paranoid about any nonconformists that he just put down the fist and said, you know, I will make them conform or I will harry them out of the land or do worse. And in that context, this group of Christians said it's more important that we follow Jesus in the faithfulness of the gospel. Just like you, Virginia, decided you would follow Jesus in communist Romania, even if Ceausescu sends an assassin to kill you, which he did. And by God's grace, you shared the gospel with that assassin. And that's the whole, the gist of your book, how God saved you and even saved your assassin who accepted Jesus. What an amazing thing when the gospel of Christ changes people. But what a beacon America has been to the whole world because of the pilgrims. And during this day, when many young people are tearing down statues of George Washington and, and other key American leaders, we need to get back to the message of the pilgrims, which is self-rule under God. That is so, so, so uh, amazing that they, you mentioned several times that when they were tested, when they were under persecution, they made a covenant and they respected that to be under God's winds, no matter the situation. And that covenant uh, created what we have today in America, a free country because of their desire to follow Christ more than to follow uh, a government. And that is what we need today. I will let you um, tell the, our audience where they can, they can uh, find you. And when they where they can um, watch the movie. Well, first of all, thank you for that opportunity. And I want to say, if you want to get information about the film, including endorsements, like Pat Robertson called it excellent, Movie Guide called it terrific. I mean, I'm honored by all this. Uh, Alex McFarland said it's timely and riveting. Anyway, you can get information at ProvidenceForum.org. Included in there, by the way, you can see where you can see a, watch a 10-minute clip that was featured on Truths That Transform, which is uh, our main program at D. James Kennedy Ministries. You were once a guest on Truths That Transform telling your story uh, that we just described a few minutes ago. But anyway, uh, the second thing is it's going to be on the NRB channel on uh, the, you know, uh, a couple days before Thanksgiving. All Again, all the information on this is at providenceforum.org. But there is a way in which you can stream it live and even get a copy of it streamlined. And that is through salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. The name of the film is The Pilgrims. And everybody that, that does it supports that and basically, in effect, votes with their feet to say, yeah, make, make more 
films uh, like this about the true history of America. We have in the works some other episodes in this whole series. The name of the series is The Foundation of American Liberty. And if anybody says, well, what's the foundation of American liberty? The answer is our Judeo-Christian heritage. That's what it is. But other episodes include A City on a Hill, which is about other settlements, not just the pilgrims. Then there's The Beginning of Wisdom, which is about the Bible and education. George Washington, incredibly influential. He's the indispensable man when it comes to America's founding. And yes, he was a Christian. I co-wrote a big, thick book with Dr. Peter Lubeck, the founder of Providence Forum, who gave it to Coral Ridge Ministries, D. James Kennedy Ministries. And that book is called George Washington's Sacred Fire. But there's also The Road to Independence, a whole episode on uh, the Declaration of Independence and also religious freedom and also church and state. And, and we, the people, a whole section on the Constitution. And then what about the mistreatment to the Indians in, in, in American history or slavery? Those are important questions and we deal with them and we show how basically the framers set the situation up where injustices like that could be dealt with. And they were. And we thank God for the progress that has been made. Some of the racial tension we've seen in the last year is 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 uh, hard to understand in light of the fact that modern America is not like Birmingham, Alabama in 1960, where little, you know, little children, little black children were killed in a church bombing one Sunday morning, killed four kids. Yeah, I mean, that's but I, I believe, I believe that everything is done right now in news media and paper and whatever is done with the, the purpose to divide us. Oh, absolutely. To, to create that America is horrible and America is it's not a good country. And in fact, I believe that um, after people will watch your your movie, I hope they will watch it with their children. They will understand how important it is for us to continue and to do our part to leave a legacy of, of faith and a legacy of uh, free market. And I I will say because I went uh, and I was under persecution. And for those who are not sure yet to see your movie, I will say to them, uh, read my memoir, Saving My Assassin. And uh, you can find and you can buy the book at virginiapradanbooks.com slash um, book. A product book, and you can find out that if we don't fight for freedom, I signed always my book with Freedom is Precious. If we Amen. don't stand up, it's our generation, um, uh, opportunity and possibility, and even honor to stand up for freedom. We will end up with socialism and, and a, a country where God will not be uh, honored. For that reason, I I urge you, before Thanksgiving or a Thanksgiving, uh, after or before you watch the football game or something, go to the website where Jerry shared with you. You can find the movie and watch it with your kids. Watch it with people that you will share the, yes, you will share the, uh, the meal. 
because you will share the freedom and the fight that we need to to continue. Jay, thank you so very much for being on our podcast. Thank you for your amazing, amazing work. And surely we're going to have you because you, again, because you have so many projects. <laughs> well, you're so, you're so kind and I'm very thankful for you at this Thanksgiving time. And isn't it amazing? America's has been doing, having Thanksgiving for 400 years, <laughs> 400 yes. years of Thanksgiving. Praise God. It was Abraham Lincoln, by the way, who made it an annual holiday during the Civil War. He said, let's thank God despite the difficult circumstances. Let's thank God and let's watch this movie who will show not only to ourselves, but to others, our children and other generations, what America is all about. Thank you so much again, uh, Jay, and we will see you soon. Okay. Thank you, Virginia. God bless you. If you want to know more about Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.